last night, the wife wanted to watch this movie on Netflix. Yeah. She's like, I heard this movie called Love was really good. And like the first 10 minutes, you're supposed to record your face because everybody's just fucking like draw, drop. Right. So as soon as you hit play, like instantly, all you see is this dude thumbing this bush and she's just (laughs) hand jobbing it right here by her (laughs) mouth for literally five minutes. That's the beginning of the movie. And I'm like, oh, he's thumbing that. And then finally, he comes right there. And she just rubs her lip around on the tip. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. shit my pants you can like rage come this is sparta we just ooze sexual tension oh, motherfucker! you know that, that i really like to know the honest percentage of women that like to get throttled for over 10 minutes did you guys tell me what you took off to another bold prediction tyrod taylor this week top four quarterback holy shit Oh, that's that's the new intro. What did you guys think of that? That was good. Sounds like a winner. I spent a lot of goddamn time. shows later, we got 30 seconds of good quotes in there. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time looking for those quotes. Welcome to your football fantasy. What a fucking special, special show we have for you today. Guys, this is our 100th episode as a podcast. So maybe 50 for me? Maybe, maybe 50. Look, Dwee's nuts here. I'm your host, the Big Wiz, here as always. Bullfrog here as rarely. And the Wolf Pack. We got all four of us here, which I don't know that it's happened more than once or twice ever. Um, guys, welcome. How are you on this momentous occasion? We're about to find out. I'm fit. spectacular. That's awesome. We've got some special thing going on here for the audience on our 100th episode. Um, first and foremost... A few minutes before we started the show, we we tried something a little different. Because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. Oh, yeah. I I made the wife listen to it on the way Afro Man, baby. None of your hosts are are huge fans of the marijuana. We don't do it. We don't smoke it. But here in the great state of Michigan, it is legal. And we've all just eaten a bunch of gummies. So at some point in this show, we might get high. Let's see, we took, it was about 9 o'clock chew. About so, 9 o'clock chew, see. 30 minutes, 45 minutes later. So that might be something interesting. We'll see how that goes. No idea. There's a fair chance that Dweez Nuts here is allergic to marijuana. I've had some bad reactions in the past, so that could be some Should good be radio. One of the other things I want to do for you guys here today that's a little different, a little special, is uh, we reached out to some of our listeners uh, just to get some of their takes on our show over the past 100 episodes or so. So throughout the episode, you're going to hear this sound. And that sound means it's time to take a break from what we're doing and listen in to one of our our faithful listeners, friends of the show. We're going to kick one off right now. Um, this is a, a, a listener and a buddy of mine personally. His name is LQ. I've been on his show once or twice. Uh, he hasn't been on ours yet because he's not worthy yet. But he loves what we do, and he wanted to share his Thoughts. So, not yet, like he could. 
one day, one day, one day. So here's here's LQ on your football fantasy's greatness. You know what grinds my fucking gears early in the morning? When your football fantasy drops another episode early in the morning, you get that notification, or you see their fucking tweet, you see their post, everybody's sharing it and shit. I'm just sick of fucking seeing it, honestly. I hate that they're good at what they do. I'm just sick of seeing anything your football fantasy related, man. I'm done with it. These guys are trash. There, there you go. Thank you, LQ. We love you, too. Um, more good things to come from our great listeners today. Uh, but we should jump into the show. We've got some, some news. It actually has been an exciting two weeks since we talked to you last. This week in football. So right off the bat, let's talk about Cam Newton. He is a Patriot. Three questions for you guys. The first question is this. Who's going to start the season? How many games are they going to start? Is it going to be one guy all the way, or is Stidham going to get a chance? Uh, Second question, where do you like Cam in drafts right now for redraft purposes? And third question, where do you like Stidham in drafts and value-wise? For the listeners, you should know that usually... Our doc is shared amongst everybody on the show. They can see all the questions I'm going to ask ahead of time. Today, they have no idea what's coming up. It's another special 100th episode thing. So I want to see how how they can think on their feet. No time to research anything. Go ahead, Froggy. God dang, that's a tough one, man. Belichick's a guy that doesn't care about players' feelings. So you take that directly out of the equation as far as, like, somebody's going to get butt hurt, whether it be Stidham or Newton. I think the lack of offseason time and the complexity of a Patriots offense with Stidham being there full season, I'm going to give the slightest edge to Stidham. You're going to answer any more of this or no? I wouldn't mind drafting Newton, however, because I feel like you could get him for free. And Newton carries more fantasy value, if healthy, because of his ground running game. As far as him goes, in a one-quarterback league, not interested. Super flex, sure, for the, on the cheap. That's what I got. Yep. Simple answer is this. Cam Newton will absolutely start. To me, it's that close. He won an MVP, what, three years ago? He was hurt all of last year. We talked about the Liz Frank injury all the time. That he had, it was painful. He had surgery. He's back to healthy. I don't think he'll ever be the MVP he once was. But Bill Belichick is going to prove that he is the best. He was the Patriots. It's, it's, It's all about Bill. He is going to play the best player. The best player is not Stim. It absolutely is Cam Newton here, folks. He's going to give every opportunity to Cam. Cam is probably draftable in the 15, 16, 17, 18 spot. I can't yeah. imagine he's going to be that good. Right. Um, it has been a while since he's legitimately yeah, I mean, and plus, I think two froggies points, not a very easy offense. There's not a bunch of great wide receivers there. It is, it is, it is renowned for its complexity. complexity. Yes. Right? So Cam Newton coming in kind of late in the offseason. Who knows? But no, I, almost... Almost no preseason. We'll talk about that in a second. But but, but, but in his like, what Cam did is Cam throws the big the big wide receivers. Who I'm assuming that favors Nikhil Harry. He was working out with Nikhil Harry just right? this week. He he doesn't shut down very well. He doesn't throw the fucking quick routes very well. So I can't imagine it's going to help out Edelman. Yeah. Who's the running back out of that James backfield? White still. James White still that gets all those carries in. I mean catches. catches. You got any? You got a take on this? Yeah, I'm going to say uh, Newton starts. He is. The better quarterback. You don't know what Stidham's got. Yes, he's been there for a full year. He knows the playbook. 
But, I mean, if you're not playing games, what do you think Cam's do, doing? He's reading the playbook. He's throwing to – whether they're a Patriot or not, you know, he's throwing the route tree. Um, for draft-wise, I don't – I would not draft Cam Newton. Um, just, you know, how good is that shoulder? I know he had the, the foot injury, but – he also had shoulder, shoulder surgery. injury two years so, ago. I mean, tw- tw- two surgeries. Does, right. does that really does that part scarier to me? I just well, he's never actually come back from his shoulder. Right. Do you actually believe though? I mean, I think it's going to be Cam, but I can't imagine Bill's going to put the ball in Cam's hands to win games. Here's my take on this, guys. Great defense. When it came to when it came to draft time, when it came to most of free agency, the organization showed zero interest in taking a quarterback mm-hmm. anywhere. I think the organization has some confidence in what they saw from Stidham. Mm-hmm. Will he get the the first team reps on, on game one? It's going to come down to whether Cam can learn the offense fast enough. I think both guys will have an opportunity to start at some point in this year. Um, but I'm, I am trying to buy Stidham because once Cam got signed, everybody totally wrote him off. And should he get an opportunity on this team... He'll be a super flex worthy kind of quarterback, but but interesting to watch. Let me do this related news real quick. Right now there are two preseason games, but the NFLPA does not want any preseason games. They want a, a 48-day training camp instead. They also want an opportunity for players to opt out of the season without losing years on their contracts. They're Ooh. in negotiations right now. Um, what if there's no preseason? It's going to be tough. You know, for like coaches, you got to choose. We saw what players. happened with the Bears when none of the starters played in the preseason last right. year. The yeah. coach said, hey, we did a bad thing here. Nobody gets it. Those first few weeks are going to be so bad. Well, the same thing. Yeah. You're gonna, you might see scores exceptionally high. You might see. Yeah. Some Mitchell, super high, see, some super Trubisky's fucking low. Yeah. Yeah. You might see a 45-40 just because everybody sucks in on the, defense. In the or same week, you're going to see a 3-6. Yep. But real quick, real quick, because I was going to mention it about Cam too. Is like the circumstances that w- that he got brought in, like you mentioned, oh, doesn't yeah. doesn't it it looks more like an insurance policy yep. than digging to try to find a starting quarterback. They they we, weren't interested in any yeah. like he could have got picked up by any team, and then I'll, eh, fuck it, we'll get him at a league minimum. <laughs> league if we play minimum. you enough, we'll pay you here and here. Like that doesn't look if we like play a guy, and you do enough, we'll right, give you the money. It doesn't look like a guy they're bringing in to be like, hey, you're gonna start, you're gonna lead us to glory. Yeah, it's know. a it's, it's a, a insurance a, policy. I think you're correct. It's a classic Patriots move on mm. the contract, right? League minimum, he can get up to seven and a half million, which is low for a quarterback right. if he starts a majority of the season and has these performance benchmarks met. So it feels a lot like they're saying, hey, Cam, here's what dangle this seven point whatever in front of you, but this we're not we're not risking ourselves because we don't know that you're going to be our starting if quarterback. Cam and Cam has no option lot. but to take it. Take he it. doesn't have a job otherwise. Yeah. Fucking a. If Cam plays a lot, are they Super Bowl bound? Yes. God, no. 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 Um, let's talk about another quarterback. Did get paid. Patrick Mahomes, man. Talk about paid. Ten years, $503 million. Is that the final number? It was 530? 503. 477 of that is quote-unquote basically guaranteed. There are outs mean? for the team along the way. I don't know the details of those, but it is basically guaranteed. Um, but that's some money, guys. That's the, first, that's the first football contract over half a billion dollars. First is a 10-year contract? First 10-year contract? 
I don't know if it's the first ten year contract, but it's pretty good. I mean, it's not. I mean, most of the time nope. they don't want to give any long contracts because who else has a ten year though? Assuming no one. Who knows? Let's talk another guy then. Raheem Mostert just requested a trade. Apparently, his he and his uh, agent were trying to get a new contract. They said, "Hey, we're still on a special teams contract." I'm now a stud. Pay me. They didn't want to do it. So he wants to get traded. Do you think he's going to get traded? And no. what are you doing with San Francisco backs right now? Like, are we excited about McKinnon on our team all of a sudden? Is I, Coleman, like, huh. gaining value right yes. now? Yes, he's yes. gaining value. Yes, you're slightly more excited. But I don't think I don't think they're going to get rid of him. They they like they like Brown Pound. They like, they like as many running backs as possible. It's in their best interest to hold on to him. It is. Yeah. I mean, What's you can the, request trade all day. But. Who's the goal line guru for them? Wilson, Justin Wilson, Jeff, Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson, baby, take some stock. Maybe he should get paid. Jeff Wilson scoring touchdowns. We'll see what happens. I mean, this will this will be in, it's interesting because the values of these guys just immediately started fluctuating. Who knows where they'll go? David and Joku also requested a trade. Does anybody care? No, I thought I not. Last I week, I mean, that helps Hooper a little bit. We were dogging on him. He's not. Of, the team has said they don't want to trade him. They're not going to trade his ass either. Um, we talked about this two weeks ago. Antonio Brown was talking to the Seahawks. Now he is a Seahawks, a Seahawk, guys. What he are we? Ex- I missed that one. What are we expecting from him? Are you doing anything with your valuation on a DK Metcalf or on a Tyler Lockett, or is this guy just kind of here and maybe he'll play a bit role? Yeah, Brown's going to be suspended. I mean, it's 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 going to happen <laughs> sooner or later, or he's going to get kicked out or released. I mean, he's going to throw a bag of dicks at somebody. I mean, it's it's going to happen, so I don't think it matters a whole lot. I mean, if he's active, he's going to be a worthy player. Uh, very hard to predict season long. More of a week-to-week prediction guy. If he's playing, he takes away a weekly basis from Lockett and Metcalf. That's my thought. One of those guys over another? Or? He does a lot more of what Tyler Lockett yeah, exactly. does in my, yes, in my exactly, exactly. expectation. Does he really take away from, from, from Lockett? Or from uh, Metcalf? Metcalf? Probably not. Not much. I mean, not much. I, I think it, I guess it hurts everyone, though, probably. Yeah, I think I think it just takes a target or two from everybody. I mean, it spreads them to him. Or yeah. It, well, it makes it less interesting, that entire passing offense yeah, outside you're, of you're, Russell you're, Wilson. You're less excited about getting a piece. But for Russell Wilson, though, should this guy end up playing half the season, that's got to help him a lot, which we love on our Dynasty team, Wiz. Um, all right, that's the news. Not yet. We got a we got another ding ding ding. We've got another fan that wants to reach out and tell us what he thinks. This is our old friend, Scott Fishbold Nine Champion himself, Gary Haddo. Gary Hat. Well, it's actually pronounced Haddo, like Shadow. He told oh, me. Wow. Um, Gary Haddo. <laughs> Let's see. Hundred episodes oh, later, you yeah. finally got it right. Let's see what Gary Haddo has to say are. about our show. He must not really show. listen. <laughs> not sure who would ever actually listen to your fantasy football. Fantasy or whatever the hell it is, even though there's, God, they're a nightmare. These three dumb motherfuckers are some of the stupidest assholes I've ever heard on the internet. And yet, for some reason, I just absolutely love them. Maybe it's just because their football takes are even worse than their attempts at humor. Mostly, they're just getting drunk talking about having sex with with each other's wives. But hey, whatever they want to do, what they do down in that basement, rub and tugging each other. Hopefully they enjoy their, uh, what is it, 100th episode or some crazy shit like that. Surprised they even ever got past two episodes. Can't even figure out how they realize how to use a damn computer. Well, I love you guys. Enjoy your 100th episode. 
Try not to be too much of dipshits. Bye. That is Gary's funny. Look nice job, Gary. Gary. I appreciate the love, Gary. Thanks for reaching out, man. That was really special to hear from such a fan. Gary might be the funniest person on the show. So far. I mean, such a celebrity, really. He's huge. Fucking He's celeb. huge. Um, we're going to go ahead now. I, I'm going to give each of these three dipshits uh, an opportunity to get up on a soapbox. They've got a few minutes to preach at you about something they fucking are passionate about. I have no idea what they're going to say. I apologize in advance. I'm going to I'm gonna sit back and get a little stoned while we all listen. Froggy, tell us what you want to say, sir. Well, I wouldn't say I was passionate about my topic here. It just felt interesting to say. So, the basis of my claim today is that there is no such thing as a fantasy football expert. You take that back. I mean, I guess I'm as close as one may get, but there is no such thing as a fantasy football expert. They don't exist. No, no one is good at this fucking thing called fantasy football. No one can predict the future. Uh, for example, anyone can do statistical research on target shares and catch percentages and try to project out season-long statistics for wide receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. Shit, I do it. Dewey's Nuts does it because it's fun. Not because we're good at it. Not because anyone is accurate at it. No one in their right mind, unless they had had intimate occasions with Lamar Jackson, rated him as the number one quarterback last year. No one would put Austin Eckler at six, Aaron Jones at two. Chris Godwin got lots of love, but did anyone have balls to put him at two? Cooper Cup at four, Devontae Parker at seven, Darren Waller at three, Austin Hooper six, Jared Cook seven? No. No one exists that did all of those things. There is no experts. What it what I mean, what is the goal of fantasy football players? I know. What? To have fun. Ding ding ding. <laughs> Maybe for you. Anyone else have a take on that? Win money. Win, baby, win. win. All Thank I gotta you. do is beat the other Thank dipshits you. in my league. So it, like it really just said. comes down to points. How the fuck do I get the guys that are gonna score the most points? Okay? So as an expert, which they don't exist, but as quote, a player, unquote, as a player, we want to win. You need guys that score points. Last season, if if you could roster six different positions from kicker to defense, quarterback, the top three scorers in each of those positions were on at least ten percent of championship teams. Makes sense, right? Those that score the most are on the best teams and become the best fantasy football players. Even then, you need points all season. You got to make the playoffs, right? But what's even more more important than points all season? You need points win. Championship, baby. Playoff weeks. We've all experienced eh, 13 and 1, 12 and 1, first round of the playoffs. Take a big old shit. And you're done. That's fun fantasy football. So fun because we're <laughs> experts. We should have been able to predict that, huh? But we didn't. So for me, I'm looking at these things. When I, when I sit down, yes, I do my projections. And yes, it's the, it's the stupidest thing ever. It's like a fairy tale. Whee! I'm going to take all these numbers from prior seasons and plug them into my calculator. Does it ever work out that way? Yeah, sure, for some of them. But us people that are addicted to fantasy football like to do it. 
is, is any of us accurate on these things? Not much more than the rest of us. Okay, so for me, this is what I'm looking at, guys. Three things. What do you need to score points in fantasy football? We talk about it all the time, guys. Can I get a little... Volume, baby. Volume, also known as opportunity. opportunity. You got to have opportunity. Do you have to be on a good offense? Yes, sir. For the most part. Depends on Maybe. position. Could you be a wide receiver that scores well and on a shitty offense? Yeah, sure. That happens. And you got to have some skill. I play a lot of DFS. Do I just think because so-and-so studs out, I'm going to plug in their backup and be like, oh, yeah, he's going to be great. How many times does he score seven points because he just sucks at football? All the time. Mm -hmm. So I look at those three things. Opportunity, offense, skill. So let me give you some examples from last season. CMC. How many of those three things did he have? Lots of opportunities. Can't beat opportunity. He was the offense. He was the offense, but doesn't that isn't that opportunity? Yes, sir. Yeah, shitty offense. So shitty yeah. offense. Really shitty offense. Skill? All of it. All of it. He had two out of three. He was the number one, second best season ever to Ladanian Tomlinson back in the day. Brett Perriman. He was the number one owned fantasy championship player. Brett Perriman. Brishad. Brishad. Whatever, yeah, sorry. I was, I was <laughs> Those edibles, edibles are kicking in. No, <laughs> sorry. Brishad Perriman. Well, how many of those things did he have? Uh, when he scored his points. Did he, he got a lot of opportunity when he was scoring. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. How about offense? Solid Should offense. Unbelievable offense. Tampa's they're passing always, offense. Always behind, yes. Unbelievable. Playing. Skill. Did he have it? Nah. No, probably not. Probably Couldn't not. Couldn't crack the field otherwise, right? Until <laughs> people got hurt. A.J. Brown. He was on a highly owned fantasy leagues. Did he have good opportunity? Nope. Nope. No, no sir. How about offense? Yes. Predicated no. to him? Absolute. Like, what he can excel at? Play action, deep balls for long scores? I mean, they didn't throw the ball very much. They didn't need to because he was threw, a dynamic. Eh, they threw the ball third most in the league once so Tannehill how about was in skill? per game. How about skill? I don't know, maybe. Yes. Pretty damn good. Anyway. 20 yards to catch. Devontae Parker. You could make a breakdown for, well, two out of three. Again, maybe. Opportunity. Maybe skill. He's maybe a skilled player. Offense, shitty, but they were always losing. Here's some guys that had three for three, I think. Michael Thomas. Solid. Tell me he's yeah. not a three for three guy. Sure is, yeah. Absolutely. Derrick Henry. Yep. Yep. Three for three guy. Pretty tough to find a whole lot of three for three guys. But if you can. But if you can, you better take those guys early. Otherwise, looking for two out of three. Okay? Uh, so, again, what is this all coming down to? I'm looking for guys that have as much as possible as three out of three in these categories. Obviously, wide receivers is the one position that can fluctuate more than the rest. So, I'm going to give you a little guy for 2020. <sighs> oh. That I think hits all three. This could be the guy I go all in on this year. This is it. And that's going to be Todd Gurley. Oh, Todd oh, Gurley. Yeah. Todd Gurley. So, tell me he doesn't have three for three. Uh, he does not. Great offense. He is very skilled. Is he going to get the opportunities? Really who, who is behind Ito him? Smith? Nobody. Brian Hill? What's his one concern? Health. Health. But isn't that a concern for damn near every player in the NFL? He didn't miss any games last year. Exactly. But 
Couldn't any single player get knocked out any game? Sure. So that's got his might be a little higher, but Gurley where he's going is is my guy this year, and I also like a lot of love for Josh Jacobs. So if you want to go for any of those two guys, boom, that's it, that's it. No, no fantasy football experts exist. We're all just having fun, being dumb, being addicted to this little fairy tale of fantasy, and uh, we do our best. That's why you listen to the show. He says no experts. Idiot. We're all fucking experts here. Jesus Christ. Uh, that said, solid soapbox. You're allowed to say anything you want. Wiz, your turn, sir. I think it was pretty good, Frog. I don't know what you talked about most of the time. But I think <laughs> there were some takeaways that were very interesting. Yeah, I mean, they were very good. When you get to the crux of the message. Yeah, but I think he did get talking about shit. I don't know about you. Partaking in something that you own nothing of, right? Like, that's entertainment? Yeah, I mean, I didn't like my nuts waxed. And we've talked... <laughs> yeah, Num Nuts got his nuts waxed. Not you. Personally. The other one. You're gonna get your nuts wet. Not yet. Um, hey, but what other play what what is the most fun about fantasy football? Draft day. You draft? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Draft day. Right? It's about draft day, right? Where you get uh, hopefully you can be in person. You get together with friends, in this case it's more about acquaintances. Um you get drunk, right? You get hammered. Yes, sir. <laughs> and apparently some want to win, Froggy. Apparently some people want to win, maybe win some money, right? So we get together at the draft. You want what so at the draft what you have two options, right? Which everyone fucking does, which is what we always fucking talk about, which what, what 98% of people talk about all the time. Snake draft, baby. Yeah. I'm suggesting to you, at one point, we published three different articles. Yeah. I wrote the best one. It was about innovation, right? Find ways to generate excitement. Sure. Froggy, what better way to go to an auction-style draft? For which one? In anybody, oh. you want to do auction on a yearly basis because it's more fun. It's all about fun, more about excitement. I'm going to tell you the reasons why. You want yeah. to ge- generate interest, it's competition, fun, right? The auction does it better than the rest of them. Go look at my notes here. Yeah, take your time. Guess what else you don't do in the auction? You don't have to fucking wait. That is the most annoying thing about the fucking snake thing. All you do is there and wait, right? Especially if you have the... The twelfth pick or oh. the thirteenth pick? Wait, wait, wait! I just did, I just did one of these snake drafts where I was seventeen out of seventeen. The waiting on that four-hour <clears throat> fucking per pick thing. Oh my god! In Dynasty, there's a fucking eight hours per pick. Yes, sir. I mean, I guess if you want to fucking take all summer, that's entertainment. But the fact of the matter is, we all like instant excitement, right? Fucking in the auction, you have to pay attention every fucking time, all the entire time, or else you fucking miss players you want. You don't fucking wait 17 picks. You don't wait fucking 25 hours. Yeah. Instant excitement. Who doesn't okay. like that? Instant gratification? You. Uh, sh- I like my gratification to be about eight, nine minutes yeah. apart. Seems about right. No, you don't. I need eight, nine minutes to build up to my gratification. But I get your point. Keep going. Um, you have to be prepared in this, right? You have to be prepared. That's one of the challenges or the most interesting things about it. It's the same as the fucking snake. But you actually have to have some sort of concept going into this from a from a dollar standpoint. You have to value these players. Um, and around maybe in rounds, again, I've seen people spend $96 or half their budget on, a, on an LT back in this prime. Mm. Okay? and as in, Or else it on LaShawn McCoy years. in Buffalo. Yeah. Ugh. Terrible, right? I've also seen people spend $1 on Patrick Mahomes, $2 on Elvin Kamara. Yeah. I mean, fucking steals, right? Last year, a guy fucking bought Michael Gap for a buck. How nice. come no one predicted those fuckers to be so good? Because we're all a bunch of fucking, fucking experts, assholes. All of us. Um, but I think the, the what I want to tell you guys are one the biggest takeaway here are the challenges, right? Whether it's online or live to figure that out. And we just talked about before what's the most fun? It's, it's live. The challenge here is you have to have an auctioneer. 
Mm. There's bidding limits, passenger bidding limits. Can't get fucking emotional. You have a hard time on that. I have no emotions. Keepers and bids, right? Those are challenges for different reasons. Um, bidding limits, just because if you're if you're going to do it live, which is better, which I think I've done it for 13 years, you have to, it's a pain in the ass butt. Fuck, how old are you? Not as old as you. That's the best part. That's true. <clears throat> um, but if it's live, bidding limits makes it really hard. You have to pay, you, someone has to track that on an ongoing basis. That is fucking going to be hard. Or what happens when the guy fucking bids over the, his available dollar limits? Yeah, how the fuck do you all keep track of that? Well, we do. An, yeah, we keep track on an ongoing basis. You type in a computer and it goes on the wall so you can see it. But the problem is, is if you go over, we start just finding people actual dollars. And you can't. It, so you know, if you go over one spot, it costs you five actual dollars. Oh, nice. So you could potentially over below. Just, oh, it happens just, every fucking you just year. Pay it. Again, you have to pay attention to keepers and bids as possible, but it's a good time. You guys should do it. I think also, again, auctioneers hard, bidding limits, environments, competition, motions. There's no break in it, though. Again, you cannot walk away. Um, there, that's my issue. With what if it. I got to take a shit? Like, can I break? Can I Can I jump in here? Yeah, you know I mean? by all means. The fun for a draft for me and a lot of the guys I draft with is the kind of the easygoing, laid back, shoot the shit, catch up, talk shit, have some food, have some snacks, have some drinks. If I'm doing an auction, man, I'm sitting there 100% fucking hyper-focused on this auction draft with 10 other guys yelling numbers. I ain't talking to anybody. I'm drinking, like, a beer. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my shit because I want to win. You're such, like, a, I don't, I don't you're feel like such a fucking penis. That's the way That's the way my mind and that's the way I feel. And I just don't think you're like Michael smart. Jordan without any of the wins. He's an expert. Oh, he needs to... Plenty of he wins. He needs to focus. He's an plenty expert. Plenty of wins. Look at our act record last season. Last year, buddy, that was it. Um, and this year, we talked about mock drafts. We've been we did once we're doing once a month. We're gonna do one in July. We will do a a, a auction for this league, and we're gonna publish it as part of our, uh, our our best ball league that we are tracking live this time. Froggy, not your scribble, scribble notes. You keep track three years later. <laughs> it works. I'm not sure if it's accurate. That's the worst part about it. You're gonna probably win that mock draft, huh, buddy? Me? Yeah. yeah, I would hope so. I would hope I would. If we don't, I'd, I'd be real fucking embarrassed. You never know. People get hurt. Froggy just said shit happens. Mm. Well, win the draft. That's all that matters. After that, you can't help it sometimes. So, so just to clarify, you would not drink a beer at all. I'm sure I'd feel peer pressured by Dewey's Nuts to have a few. Okay. So yeah. you would still do it. I'd, for, I'd force it on him. All right. So auction draft it is. Wolfpack, what's your passion, brother? Shot we already took a shot. You've yeah. been fun. Oh, you, you, you went on and on about yours. So we couldn't wait for you. So for me, my little feel is you guys have actually changed the way I play fantasy football. I have listened to you guys preach either on the air or just in person. And I used to go for my fantasy picks. I used to just do almost almost best available. If not, if I wanted a guy, I reached. Um, After listening to you guys... The main thing I've heard is probably from Froggy. Oh, come on. on. Yeah. Froggy, and that's volume. Because I would always go with the running backs that I like. Not, you know, if this running back gets, let's say, 400 carries, you know, he's more likely to score, get you big points, instead of this guy's getting 200 carries and not doing jack shit. Because I liked him. I didn't pick because of the stats, because of what he is there for. I liked the player more than winning that game. Um, so I have gone to best ball, if you want to call it that, to looking at volume. Um, not having to go after the top-tiered receivers because each and every team has 
at least two top receivers mm-hmm. that you know you don't have to try and get you know if you're the ninth pick in the draft you pretty much know you may not get Thomas you may not get Hill or Hopkins or Julio you know they could still be there but if they're not it's not life or death you can still get good salt good solid players and those middle middle round drafts that man wide receiver depth baby going to help you out and win those games there's a hundred of so I mean, from going, like I said, from best ball to, I guess, more studying it more and realizing, yeah, that top guy's gone. Get over it. You know, you've still got six other receivers or, you know, five other running backs that are still going to get you that championship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that number one guy because it's usually when the number one guy is your the main wideout for that team, he's got the best cornerback and he could be shut down that game. And who are you going to have? You're going to have that number two guy because you know, hey, He's always double covered. This guy's going to get the ball. You know, maybe it's a shitty offensive line. He needs someone to throw it quickly to. So you're going to look at maybe more receiving running backs and maybe those tight ends. That's going to be your quick dump off. So really my spiel, my speech right now is more of thanking you guys. Yes! For Finally somebody thanks us! For opening my eyes and realizing it's not about who you like. Or maybe the best guy available. It's more of who has volume, who's going to actually get you the points and actually show up game in, game out, and win you that championship at the end. Yep, yep. Granted, I did lose last season by not following all of those. Well, you're getting you better by the day. So, Wolfpack, you did get that twice. You're welcome. Yep, you're welcome. Thank you, experts. Oh, that uh, that tells us that we've got another listener that wants to just chime in here and tell us how wonderful we are. His name is Ryan, and he just fucking loves us. A bunch of grown-ass men sitting around in a fucking circle jerk, piddle-paddling with their fucking fruity-tooty cocktails, thinking they know a thing or two about fantasy football. Fuck you. All right. Thank you for reaching out, Ryan. Uh, yes, some of us drink fruity duty cocktails, uh, and we've Ooh. only circle jerked a couple of times, but uh, is what it is. All right, the next thing what, on what's our... What's Froggy drinking? Smirnoff it's ice. Lots fruity, of blue color over here. What is it? Fruity Smirnoff ice, baby. All right, the next thing on our agenda for you three guys, I need some one of you to keep track because um, this is a whole bunch of shots on the line. Would you rather... I said, would you rather? I'm going to give you two players at a position. You tell me which one you would rather have whenever one of you is different from the other two. That's a bet. So, first up, at the quarterback position, we're going to start from my left to my right. Wolfpack, you're up first. Would you rather have Dak Prescott or Kyler Murray on your redraft league team this year? Uh, Dak Prescott. Okay. Froggy? I'll go Dak. Dak. All three deck. No bets on that one. All right. Uh, this is quarterback seven and quarterback eight going in ADP right now. Would you rather have going the opposite direction? Josh Allen or Tom Brady? With? Last year? This year. In Going into this. Who, which one of these guys would you rather have for who's 2020? Who's scoring more points? Uh, so not based on value. He's, right? Wait, he's a little stone. <laughs> I didn't think about this. We're not basing on value. It's just like points scored. Yeah, who do you, which quarterback do you want on your team? Whoa. Allen. Josh Allen it is. I'll take Brady. There it is. Josh Allen. We got to bet. Somebody write that shit down. 
Next up at the quarterback position, this is quarterback <laughs> quarterback <laughs> nine and quarterback it. ten in ADP right now, going the opposite direction. Would you rather have Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz? Ooh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, Matt Ryan. Alrighty, Froggy. I haven't done my NFC projections yet. Yeah, that's why we're springing these on you. Come on. But I've been real high on Matty Ice, so I'll take him. And, sir, nobody wants a piece of Carson Wentz and Jalen Rager on the season. Okay, let's switch gears here. We're going to change positions, go to the running back position. Here's the running backs four and five in ADP right now. Wiz, you're up first. Who do you want, Alvin Kamara or Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook. I think we're going to have a bet by the time we get to the end of the table, sir. Who do you like? Ah! Give me some AFC action. No. Yeah, shit's a coin toss. <clears throat> oh, you gotta pick one. I gotta go with my boy Cook, sorry. Oh, we do not Cook. have a bet. All three of you are taking Cook over Camara. That is brave. Switch directions. Austin Eckler at the running back 11 or AFC back Nick Chubb at the running back 12. Uh, I'm going to go Nick Chubb. Interesting, because one catches all the passes, and the other catches none of the passes. You take Chubb. Ding, ding it. What does that mean? He's taking it. It's a bet. Because you're taking Austin Eckler, baby. You can say it for the mic. Austin Eckler. Okay. Who do you like, Wiz? Someone? Eckler or Chubb, bud. Good fucking Christ, you guys. Who do you <laughs> Who do you like? It is 943, so it's about time for these things to kick in. Good. Hammered. Austin Eckler <laughs> or Nick Chubb. I'm thinking Chubb. That's easy. Chubb it is. There okay. Go. We're gonna come back to you again. Are you ready? ready? <laughs> Running back sixteen and seventeen in ADP right now, that is James Connor, which is a risky play. Or Leonard Fournette coming off of a terrible year. There's your AFC. I'll take Connor. Pass, by the way, Connor. Okay. What was it? James Connor or Leonard Fournette? Fournette, baby. All right. That's Fournette. Good. All right. That's another bet. Lastly, we're gonna go with two young guys here. Again, one of these guys is probably gonna catch a bunch of passes. One of these guys is probably not. Who do you like as running back twenty-three and twenty-four in ADP right now? Wolfpack. That is Cam Akers. Or David Montgomery. Cam Akers. Oh, wow. Is that a question? <laughs> Boy, I got <laughs> easy. Really? Oh. Who, who, do you, who do you like, yes. Froggy? It's just <laughs> la- losing his shit laughing next to me. He can't handle it. <laughs> Skip him and come back. <laughs> what do you... I'm going to go Montgomery. Montgomery? Yeah. We got another Montgomery for Bullfrog. He's pointing. I think it's about time... We've got another uh, listener. I just got this text from a listener and one-time co-host. It's the Great White North. Scuba Steve calling in to say congratulations on 100 episodes. Seriously, not just any show can make it to 100 episodes. You guys are now on par with a great show like Ghost Whisperer, whose only redeeming quality was Jennifer Love Hewitt's boobs. Having been on the show and listened to it at least once, I can say you guys have found that sweet spot between the witty back and forth of car talk and the intellectual prowess of cranky anchors. 
Listening to you guys, it's clear that there hasn't been so much football knowledge and so little comedy in a room since the last time Frank Caliendo impersonated John Madden. In such a polarized time, I want to thank you guys for doing your civic duty. You've successfully united the masses in their disdain for your commentary. Here's to another 100 episodes of mediocrity and a bunch of time wasted that would have been much better spent masturbating. Cheers. Oh, he is not wrong about that. <laughs> Fuck. We could have been masturbating this whole time. Thank you, Scuba Steve, for weighing in for us. We're gonna go there he goes. <laughs> to the we're gonna go to the wide receiver position. Bullfrog has left his chair. He cannot contain the laughter over there. Good lord. I think the guys over at Fantasy in Session got something on this this whole smoke pot every day thing. Can't not laugh, Say something, I'll laugh. Here, wide receivers. Who do you like better? We'll let uh, we'll let Wiz start on this one. Amari Cooper, DJ Moore. Who do you like? I don't like either of them. Give me Cooper. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, last year was all about. <laughs> Fuck me, Froggy. <laughs> So what just is he say doing? it. Just say it. He can't handle it. He can't handle it. Just say a name. <laughs> Good. You don't even laugh loud enough that the mic can hear you. Let's skip him on this one. Wolfpack. Who do you like? I'm taking Cooper. Okay. Let's stay at the wide receiver position. Yeah, I'll take Cooper. Okay. There you go. So I gotta punch that. Punch it in. Type God, it in. If you did oh. take Cooper? You guys gave this shot. No, he took DJ, did he? No, no he took I DJ. I took no. Cooper, you <laughs> idiots. Oh, okay. Everybody took Cooper. All right, next wide receivers here. We've got AJ Brown, young stud, or older player in the league who's been consistently awesome for a while. It's Robert Woods. Who do you like? Wolfpack. I'm going with a uh, Robert Woods. Nice. <laughs> Don't look at me. You will laugh. You know, some people just can't handle it these days. I guess not. <laughs> I had the big piece. <laughs> he did have the big piece of the gummy. Froggy! Do you want A.J. Brown or do you want Robert Woods? <sighs> oh, gosh. A.J. Brown. Robert Woods. All right, there's a bet. Um, <laughs> next up we got one running back one. I missed one. Don't worry about it. Yep. Next up we got listen to the show. <laughs> wide receiver twenty six and twenty seven. These are two guys that right now a lot of people are expecting to struggle. One of them early on people loved until we did our coaching episode. It's Devontae Parker or Stephon Diggs. Wiz. Uh, give me Stephon Diggs. Diggs, it is. Who'd I take other than Woods? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You said you said Cam Woods Akers. Or AJ Brown. Do you want, do you want Devontae Parker <laughs> or Stephon Diggs? And he's gone. Wolfpack choice. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go with Diggs. Diggs, it is. He's not gonna. He can't handle it. All right, Wolfpack, your next wide receiver selection: AJ Green, deep, or another old man in Julian Edelman. Probably Julian Edelman, because I can see uh, Green not playing. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Bullfrog, do you have a take? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Wiz, <laughs> Wiz it is. 
Um, I will take Julian Edelman. I just told you how bad Kevin would be. At so. least he's honest. There's a bet. Type it up. Or don't. Tight ends. We've got the top two. This is the big debate, Kelsey or Kittle. Wiz. Um, we had a long debate about this one, right? We did. Who won that debate? I did. I did. I don't believe you Fucking did. Fucking I'm not sure you've ever Christ, Wolfpack. Sure Give me Kittle. Who? Oh, Kittle. Yeah. So who are you taking? I just fucking said again. Kittle. Give me Kittle. Who are you taking? Kelsey. Who are you taking? Kelsey. That's the right answer by you two. Darren Waller, Evan Ingram, a little later in the tight end three. Waller. Waller or who? Ingram. Ingram. <laughs> I think he's over the laughter. I think so. That was quick. Quick hitter. Quick hit. Uh... God, I like both of these guys. I do like both of these guys. After a while. But I'll take I'll take Waller. Um Poor shot while you're thinking. Uh, uh, I don't do you really trust him to be healthy is the question. question. I I don't I do not. Give me give me Alright, uh two more. Tyler Higby or Hayden Hurst. Woo! Why do you give us these tough ones? Well, it's not fun if it's easy. So here's the question. Who takes the red zone catches at time at team? Which team? St. Louis. That's not a team. Fucking LA. Um, Great question. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, probably. <sighs> Maybe. So yeah, Higby or give me Hurst. Hurst it is. Oh, I like them both. Yeah, but I know they you might outscore each other by like seven points. That's enough. What if it's six? I'm high right. on Higby, but I also love that Atlanta offense. I said Hayden, Hayden Hurst was great value, but I'll go Higby. And? Hurst. Okay, last one of these guys. Two tight ends, two young tight ends. Is it going to be Noah Fant or Dallas Goddard to two on his team? Fant. Uh, I need the players again. That would be Noah Fant and Dallas Goddard, baby. Fant. <clears throat> Nobody likes Dallas Goddard in that one. That's a little bit surprising No to one me. likes Everyone says that one's facing in Noah. Oh, hang on a second. We've got another listener that wanted to jump in. Um, long-time listener, one-time contributor to the show. Do you guys recall the imp? Wow. Your football fantasy. 100 episodes. Congratulations on some of the worst advice known to fake football. You cum-guzzling D-bags have managed to collect 23 followers on Podbean and 6 listeners. You're on pace to reach heights only known to fucking epic fails. January 2018, this embarrassment of a show kicked off its pilot episode, only airing with Dweez Nuts himself. The pilot should have flown into the side of the Appalachian Mountains. This would have at minimum saved a half dozen people from searching for advice from you pillocks. Nonetheless, a whole 23 followers share in their quest for fantasy football glory. Dozens of people await your wisdom. You've made it. I think one of the only positive moves over the past year and a half is the addition to some other voices on the show. It allows for a a few different losing perspectives each week in and week out. Advice here, Dewey's Nuts. Go back to your first episodes and delete it. You inform the world, or mainly just the six people in the world, that Michael Thomas has gorilla arms. As your window-licking son would say, that's racist. In today's social climate, you should be more careful uh, what you put on the air. Or not. Nobody's listening anyways. Hashtag BLM. Maybe your show will catch COVID and end your existence on the fantasy football planet. So go fuck yourselves. Signed, The Imp. Okay. 
Okay! Thank you, Imp. That was really refreshing. That honesty. I really, uh, think that, that was sad, guys. That hurt my feelings. It got so quiet and somber in here all Fuck of a sudden. Sake. <laughs> you, you have another pot. I blew my load right there, yeah. boys. All right, next we're going to do here. We're good. I need you to get your shots ready. It was fun for five minutes or however long it lasted. Get your shots ready because I'm this ready. is this week's version of the stat of the week. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. Oh, I have a shot ready for us, but I meant if you get these questions wrong, because oh. it's really just trivia, but I don't have a good drop for that. Um, then you're taking a shot. Give me a shot of beer. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, first question. Um, there are, this is a volume and opportunity question, Bullfrog. You'll appreciate it. All right. Who are the only two wide receivers in the top 26 at the position last season that had less than 100 targets? There were only two. Who were they? A.J. Brown. Are you looking at my screen, you bitch? No. No. You're just looking at the stats. No. <laughs> Not that stats. Um, yes, A.J. Brown has won 84 targets, but he had 20.2 yards per catch, eight receiving touchdowns, and one rushing, which put him at the wide receiver 21 overall. Who's the other guy? Stephon Diggs. Are you looking at my fucking screen, too? Damn. I got turned on the, the, oh, the brightness. The calmness and clarity in this outdoor arena. 94 targets for Diggs. <laughs> yeah, take, take a second drink there, buddy. But look, Diggs went 17.9 yards per catch, which was fourth best in the league, six touchdowns. Um, it took oh, some work oh. to get there. Follow-up question, how many receivers in the league had 100 targets last year? <clears throat> By the way, a lot more last season than years past. 23. No. 11. N- no. 9. It was 30, guys. Wow. 30. All of the top that. 20 Closest. were in that group. Follow-up question, guys. What did you say all the top tw- What did you say? Every receiver in the top 20 last season was in that group. had 100 targets. Oh. 21, first guy outside of that. Opportunity, com- opportunity, opportunity. Hey, how many wide receivers with 100 targets finished outside top 36? So that's two receivers in a flex. We talk about how good they did. How many of them finished outside the top 36? Well, if there's 30 that had it, outside the top 36, 12. No. Are you asking how many or who? How many? Did you just say two? <laughs> Did I? I'm pretty sure you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the answer is two. I don't think I did say <laughs> two. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> but it's fine. Wow. <laughs> then 13 sounds great. <laughs> Two, look, Christian Kirk had 108 targets and he finished wide receiver 38. Dee Westbrook had 101 and finished 42. That 100 mark was a really, like, clear-cut fucking delineating mark last season for wide receiver. So, like, as I'm doing my projections this year, I'm paying special attention to who's over and who's under. 100. All right, let's go number two. We're going to look at volume and opportunity at the running back position. Are you... <laughs> what are you giggling about now? <laughs> oh, it's Wiz's turn. He's got the giggles, y'all. Everybody <laughs> angry. What? I don't know what he's saying. Here's my question to you. Nine back. <laughs> <laughs> Froggy's back. I'm back. I don't know. 
not look. Listen, guys. Nine running backs had 300 plus touchdowns in 2019. Nine of them. How many? Oh, everybody is falling apart to pieces around me as I try to keep this show together. Let's remain some professionalism here, guys. Maintain. Which is 300 touchdowns. I said nine. Nine running backs had 300 touches. How many of those nine finished in the top ten at the position? Nine. Yeah, all nine. In fact, they were the top nine running backs hey, in the league. All of my whole rant about yeah. opportunity. Hang baby. on, I got a follow up. Listen to this follow up for Froggy. In the last nine years. <laughs> guys, in the. This is so fucking hard. You guys are falling to shit around me. I just answered a question for you. What do you want? Look, um, my question was, 63 running backs in the last nine years have gone over th- 300 touches. I gave this one to you. 63 times it's happened in the last nine years. How many of those guys finished time? Hey, will you go back a month and listen to this 63. Episode? I told us. 63. Yes! Bro. Mother. I can't remember that far back. I'll tell you what, though. It's time to hear from somebody who is of right mind. Um, This is both a listener and somebody that I do another show with. His name is Lucas. You can find him at the Fantasy Stock Exchange. Here's what he has to say about our wonderfulness. Hello to all the Your Football Fantasy podcast listeners. Uh, My name is Lucas Kaser. Uh, If you don't know who I am, me and Dwayne, or Dwayne and I, or Dweez and I, I don't know what name I'm supposed to call him for this show. Do another show called The Day Traders on the Fantasy Stock Exchange YouTube channel. But, um, yeah, man, the 100th episode, I'm supposed to come on here and talk shit, according to Dwayne. But I couldn't really come up with what to say, you know. So, obviously, congrats on the 100th episode. Uh, it's Respect the grind. That's a big accomplishment for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so I guess to talk a lot of crap... If there's any to talk about, I think the one thing with Dwayne is that he really, really does not like rookies in Dynasty. So maybe he could change that a little bit. I don't know if this is the shit talking that you want me to put on this podcast. Don't really know the vibe. I was just told to hop on here and talk about my man Dwayne or Dweez and his podcast. Um, The podcast, I listen to almost every episode. I don't know a ton about the other co-hosts. This is mainly on Dweez here. Um, but Dwayne knows what he's talking about. He's helping us out, this, out with the site and the draft guide coming out. So he definitely knows what he's talking about. So make sure to listen to him. For sure, he likes to take shots on on live. And I'm sure uh, the, the listeners of this know that by now, especially that, that it's his own brand that he does this. Um, but I don't know what to say. I mean, he's the only guy that I've ever seen wear a crop top in a podcast. Uh, only guy to ever wear a bunny costume in a podcast. And he really likes to fade good running backs in Nick Chubb. And I guess Josh Jacobs is mainly Nick Chubb. But besides the point, congratulations on the 100th episode. And I can't wait to listen to more. Keep grinding. Okay, Lucas, that was that was the weakest shit I've ever heard out of your mouth, dude. I don't know how I managed to sit through an hour a week with you. Come on, bro. You can be fucking better. Than that. All right, I've got more questions for you guys. Let's talk about quarterbacks. Since that incredible 2012 rookie class with RG3, Andrew Luck, and Russell Wilson all finished top 12 in that season. Since then, only two quarterbacks have finished in the top 12 in their rookie seasons. Do you know who they were? 
or where they finished. <clears throat> Cam Newton. Cam Newton was not a rookie since 2012, <laughs> so that is, not, that is not correct. No. Je- Jared Goff under Jeff Fisher was a pile of garbage. Baker Mayfield. Nope. Didn't play enough games. Do you want to guess? Not yet. Uh, Robert Griffin. <laughs> he was in the 2012 oh. class. He did finish RB5 in his rookie year. Highest out of those three. Luck was nine. Wilson, 11. Same again. There's two guys mm-hmm. since that year that have finished top 12 as rookie quarterbacks. Who are they? Carson Marcus Mariota. Not, <laughs> not Carson Wentz. Any other guesses or should I give it to you? Dak Prescott. You know what? Dak Prescott is one of them. Quarterback six in his year Kyle 2016. Ball. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. <laughs> Kyler Murray is the other one. QB seven last year. Nice job, guys. I got a follow-up stat for you. It's not really a <laughs> We lost him again. Froggy sank, in, <laughs> sank into the ground in his chair outside here. And he's up and he's losing his shit. Follow-up stat, guys. Um, of, those, of those quarterbacks... Of the two we just guessed? Of those four quarterbacks who finished top 12 in their rookie seasons, including the 2012 class, I'm going to give you their year two finishes because Kyler's going into his year two here. Let's see how these guys did. RG3 went from the QB5 to the QB18 in year two. Andrew Luck went from the QB9 to the QB4 in year two. Russell Wilson from the 11 to the QB8. And Dak Prescott went from 6 to 11. So two of those guys improved. Two of those guys got worse what is your expectation for Kyler Murray? Is he better or worse than QB7 next year? There's not really a trend that we can find to point to, so let's uh, go from the gut. Experts? I think he'll uh, raise. Better than six. Better. I like it. Seven. Uh, yeah, seven. 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 Better than seven? Yeah. There's some good quarterbacks in the league, some great quarterbacks. Uh, but, I mean, everybody is drafting him like, what, quarterback three, four? Right about there, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they expect big things. Plus, he just got a weapon in DeAndre Hopkins. Fucking A, he did. So, I mean, yeah, he's going to finish above seven. No good. Um, That's a rough number to go against. Seven. It's a real tough number to go against. I will go under. Better. Hmm? Better than seven. What do you think? He's, he's I, I went better than seven. You were yeah, over there in the said corner. It the other way. Well, I think he, I, I just I reversed it. Yes. I, I can see the seven, but I'm gonna say better because <clears throat> shit can't be worse than he was last year, can he? I, I yeah, mean, Ryan Gosling. Man. He was QB seven. All right, guys. My last question here. I'm sure you've been taking all the shots every time you've got one wrong. In the ten starts that Ryan Tannehill had last year, there are two fantasy football players. That scored more points per game than Ryan Tannehill. Do you know who they are? In those 10 games that he started, only two guys did better. Lamar Jackson. That is one. Patrick Mahomes. No, sir. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was hurt for a yeah. I will take a shot if you guys can guess this yeah. one. No. If we can guess. I said this fantasy one. player. I didn't say fantasy quarterback. Oh. Fitzmagic. Jesus, fuck. Stop reading my goddamn screen. Ah. It is Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah, yeah, nice and back. Lamar Jackson are the only two guys to outscore Ryan Tannehill per game basis in his 10-game starts. That's my shot. Um, do you guys believe that is the new Ryan Tannehill, or is there big regression? 
coming for that team. I don't need another shot. Fuck. <laughs> need another gummy, though. Yeah, you do. I never caught the giggle. <laughs> you gotta eat another one, then. This guy, you just use eyes. I can't. They're so goddamn bad, too. Coughing, snotting, crying, laughing. <laughs> Losing all kinds of fluids. Get real dehydrated. <laughs> what is your thought about Tannehill? Regressing, or is he just the third re- best he, fantasy player? Regress. He has yes. to regress. 7.7 touchdown percentage. That was top 60 of all time in 100 years. So you got to think it's worse. He was also the the third most air yards per game when he was playing. Uh, third something, third best completion percentage while he was playing. I just don't think that's Ryan Tannehill, but... Yeah, we'll see. Which, you know what? And since I don't think it's Ryan Tannehill, I expect A.J. Brown to really fucking struggle. I did a video with How Lucas. Bad is he How bad does he get? A.J. Brown, I, I actually only have, in my projections right now, they'll probably change. He's at 17, which is still pretty good. I was going to say, but I guess, is, is the argument that at 17 is not so... My argument on that video was that 100 target mark. His 84 yeah. targets last year, like, he was really? averaging... He was averaging less than six and a half per game with Tannehill. Six and a half per game is the hundred target mark. He didn't get there. I don't know that he's going to have the volume to be able to be like a yeah, wide receiver question, one. Yeah, but what's the difference between what's the difference between like fifteen and twenty eight at that point though? Yeah, not Quite huge. Not, not huge. Right. All right, those are the last of our questions. We're going to move on. But before we do. Um, this is an old name from the show that you guys may or may not remember. One of you will say, I don't know who the fuck that is, as soon as I give you this name. It's Charles DeMar wanted to weigh in. Oh, who the fuck that is. There you go. Here's Charles DeMar's take on our wonderful, beautiful, fantastic show. To the crew of your football fantasy, congratulations on your 100th episode from your favorite listener and contributor, Charles DeMar. To Bullfrog and Big Wiz... When Dwee's Nuts stunned this journey to create an entertaining fantasy football podcast that would bring tons of listeners and advertisers to the show, he called me first, not you little bitches, to be the sidekick who could deliver for him, because that's what I do, deliver results. Unfortunately, some people like myself are tasked with keeping the U.S. economy going, especially in times like these that we are in now, and I had to turn the opportunity down. So instead of me thanking you for your efforts in providing subpar entertainment, it is both of you tiny dick, last pick losers that should be thanking me, not only for the opportunity to be on this podcast, but for permanently funding your COVID stimulus checks. So wear a mask, socially distance by staying six feet apart, try not to spend all my money in one place, suck my cock, don't worry, it's bigger than six feet, it'll get to you, make sure to swallow a nut and go fuck yourselves on the next 100 episodes. Now if you'd mind, I'd like to back to snorting lines of pure snow, and coaching Lane Meyer on how to ski the K-12. All right. Some of you probably don't understand that last bit, but I appreciate it from you. Yeah, you're right. I, did, I reached out to Charles DeMar before you guys because I respect him more than I respect you, but uh, it is what it is. Thanks you, for the shout-out, buddy. a friend before us? At, you know what? At least one and a half. <laughs> I'm not sure the one was That'd real. Be hard to find. But last topic for our day. 
who you got. I'm going to ask you five questions. Top of head, I want you to give me an answer. I don't care what order you're going to want to hear from all of you. Who do you think, at this point, off the top of your head, is likely to be the biggest fantasy bust this year? Any position? Tight end. Nope, not a position. A player. Who's going to be the bust? What did you say, tight end? I said tight end. Hang on a second. (laughs) (laughs) Tight end is going to be the biggest bust, guys. Just FYI. (laughs) (laughs) Who's bust? (laughs) You did say what position. (laughs) Or no, any position. (laughs) Who who is going to bust? Give me an answer, somebody. I don't care who. I'll give you a name. You want to hear a name? Give me the mic, yeah. Here's a guy right now that I have in my tier four. I don't remember the exact spots. DeAndre Hopkins. No. Did you say Lamar Jackson? <laughs> I did. He can't not bust after last. <laughs> Anybody else want to throw me a fucking bone and give me a goddamn bust? I have five more questions like this, people. <laughs> Even Wolfpack can't stop laughing. What? None of these assholes. None of these assholes can talk right I'm now. Bust my back. <laughs> it's back, Devin baby. Devin Singletary will bust. I like Ooh. Devin Singletary. Can't score touchdowns. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that answer, Wolfpack. We're moving on to the next question because these assholes are too goddamn stoned. We should do this more often. My my number two question. Who do you think is be the biggest surprise breakout in fantasy football in 2020? Look at that. They stopped laughing like fucking... Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown a breakout this year. Even though Lamar Jackson is going to throw it 47 times all season. 48 touchdowns. That, that's more touchdowns than pass attempts, but okay. <laughs> Gronk. Ooh, you think Gronk is coming back strong? Oh, yeah. oh, we're going from zero to what? Well, yes, from zero. Yeah, at least disappointed. I think he plays. There. I think he plays four games this year. Go ahead, Bullfrog. Who's your breakout? Breakout. Todd Gurley. And while you're feeling a sound mind, who's your bust? How about a little sleeper wide receiver back to like top five? Adam Thielen. Oh shit, that's a nice little sneaky little. Wait, grab is that your there. breakout then? Because yeah. I said bust. I said breakout. Okay. Uh, and Gurley, obviously. <laughs> bust. <laughs> Who's my bust? Oh, Wiz over here. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to talk to the mic, Wiz, or at least laugh to the mic. It's your 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 laugh is the most famous laugh in America. Let us have it. He has a different laugh. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got it's a different stone laugh. laugh. Yes, a little bit of marijuana changes his laugh, which was the best thing about him. All right, we'll move off the breakouts then, guys. <laughs> he didn't say anyone. I know he didn't say anyone. It's okay that he didn't say it. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's said anyone for the last three questions. <laughs> My next question is this: I don't care what position. Who do you think is going to be? Who do you think is going to be the best fantasy rookie this season? Tight end. <laughs> Just the position. Uh, I told you, listeners, that we don't we don't partake in Moana often. I'm sorry for your experience, but Michael Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Michael Pittman's gonna be a goddamn stud. <laughs> mm, fuck me. Who else? <laughs> We're talking about studs again. What? <laughs> We're talking about rookies. Your favorite oh, rookies. Rookies. <laughs> I don't know, Wiz. I don't know. Look, Wiz is up and walking away now, too. I'll say yes. this. I did my wide receiver projections, and the most shocking thing out of my wide receiver projections is that the leading rookie receiver in my projections is Henry Ruggs. And that That's fucked disgusting. me up. disgusting. That fucked me up when I saw that. I'll move off this question, though, because y'all are struggling. Michael Pittman, buddy. Michael Pittman. Oh, yeah. I love Michael Pittman. Do you want to w- w- chime in before it hits again? Nope. Okay. <laughs> My next question is not so much a fantasy question, but an NFL question. Who is going to be a surprisingly good team in football if they fucking play this year? The Broncos. The, okay. A lot of new things. Drew Locke. Some skepticism. You said like a good team, like a surprisingly good team that you were not okay. expecting. Better than their record. I mean, like surprisingly, year. pretty vague there, buddy. Surprising me, you. Like, do people everybody? generally expect? Yeah, give me that Broncos. How many wins do you think the Broncos are taking down, Wiz? Uh, <laughs> That's a division now. Uh, you said how many? Yes, wins. <laughs> that is what I said. <laughs> yeah. They beat the Chargers twice. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying their final record. Yes. Nine. No, you said by division. Good. No, I want to know what is their record. How many games do they win? Fuck's sake. I just said, I was going to say. You, then you said by division. I'm taking nine. Nine wins. Okay. Nine wins. Yeah, I think that would be a little surprising oh, to some folks. Probably the Cardinals. <clears throat> I mean, it'd be an easy one to take. I mean, they lost a lot of games last year, but that does seem to be obvious. <laughs> Can you please... Are, are these still yeah. the tomatoes? <laughs> and now it's just weeds, buddy. You can pee on them if you want to. Uh, yeah. Um, Bullfrog, who's your surprisingly good team? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Don't look over there. Wiz is dicked out. Why are you laughing? He's laughing. <laughs> Staring at you, buddy. I can't answer. <laughs> okay, last question before we're done with. Before you know what? Before we get to that one. Hey, you heard uh, uh what? I said you heard uh who having like a um a, their hundred episode. You talking about fantasy pros? <laughs> worse. Fucking uh footballers. Even worse. Mm, oh, I know we ain't get a hundred. Yeah, no, we ain't got a yeah. We I remember close, but not that not that close. Uh, what's his name? Um, your fantasy football smokers. What's it called? Get the fuck out of here! What's it called? They about to be in a hundred episode. Your football 100 fantasy. A hundred fucking episodes. Get the fuck! How the hell they make it to a hundred, bro? I would have never thought about it. Bro, all they be doing is talking shit, bro. Fucking. They don't be giving no good advice or nothing, bro. What the hell, bro? What the fuck they been doing for 100 episodes? I mean, if you can decipher through all the drunkness, man, it probably gets pretty good at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe. But nah, for real, man. Congratulations, Dewey's Nuts and Bullfrog on y'all 100th episode, man. One of the most entertaining podcasts I've ever been a part of, man. And it's always a great time whenever we get together. And record, bro. So, congratulations on a hundred men, and here's to a hundred more. Shots on us. Shots on us shot, next shot, time. Shot, shot, congratulations, shot. bro. Good shit, bro. Congrats, man. <laughs> <laughs> Froggy's back. I'm back. <laughs> Last topic. Surprisingly bad team this year. Failed to meet expectations. Uh, I want to 
go with uh, the Chiefs. Woo! What's your win? What's your record? So I think they'll still win the division, but like people expect them, they're almost in that Super Bowl or bust. Yeah, they will not be Super Bowl bound. Okay. I think the easy one's the Packers. Why are you looking at him for that? Their record last year. Look at the fucking microphone when you say that. <laughs> you keep looking at me, making me laugh. <laughs> How you know if I'm looking at you? <laughs> Unless you look. That's, you know, that's a really fair thought. I, I don't know if you're looking at me unless I'm looking at you, but you're goddamn sexy, Bullfrog. I don't know if I've told you lately, but I can't keep my fucking eyes off of you. Okay, here's Belle. Our last set of listeners wanted to chime in. This is a this is a pair of ladies that love the show and love the people on this show. It is My Wife, the Cave of Excellence, and the Lady Bullfrog. They wanted to tell us how wonderful we are and how just how just amazing our show is. All right, motherfuckers. Here it is, the wives of the show, ready to give it to you straight. Let's talk about how long this goddamn podcast takes to create. Every week, Dweez Nuts goes upstairs every day at 8.30 a.m., doesn't come downstairs until 3 p.m. while I'm down there with the kids during a fucking pandemic, and he works to create one hour of content. Bullfrog puts on a facade that he is this loud, obnoxious know-it-all, when in reality, we all know who wears the pants and who is the most pussy-whipped of the show. Let's talk about Wiz's laugh. It's a pretty regular occurrence for neighbors to come to me the day after a podcast and ask me what the hell is going on because some strange noise woke up their children in the middle of the night, and could we please keep it down? And then there's Wolfpack, who... Actually, Wolfpack seems like a really decent human being. Yeah, I got nothing bad to say about him. He's a nice guy. Look, we fucking hate this podcast, but we do love our guys. Happy 100th episode. Hey, Bullfrog, let's not come home and puke all over the house this time. Your child knows what ends up at 100 episodes. You're done. Woo! You did throw up all over your child's birthday party last season, didn't you? <laughs> Talk about a win record. On last season. Hey! You didn't miss a fucking question, though, did <laughs> You didn't miss a goddamn... How'd I end up shooting so many shots? <laughs> because we played beer pong after, yeah. and you're terrible at beer pong. Um, guys, that's our 100th episode. Do you have anything, any last words, lessons of the week, Bullfrog, or anything you want to tell the people for 100 episodes? That's a no. Um, oh, all right, guys. I got, okay. I got a little trivia question for you guys. Oh, I great. That in. Yes, that's the right time it for that. It should be a pretty... <laughs> Alan, stop funny. <laughs> Do you think we're going to hear this question in the next five minutes? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Over the last two seasons... Yeah. Which three players <clears throat> have done this both season land on the top 20 owned on championship teams? Each of the last two seasons? Yes. Which three guys? Christian McCaffrey. That's one. Michael Thomas. That's two. Hmm. Julio Jones. Is it Travis Kelsey? That's three. Nice. Oh my God! Did he say George Kittle was? I don't fucking think so. So who won that debate though? 
I think it's clear. Studs are studs, guys. Those guys are as consistent of studs as it gets. So if you're looking to take someone early, early in a draft, those three guys end up on championship squads. Wait, was that my first three guests? It yeah. was. God damn it, that's great. I'm fucking great. I should you eat pot you more You understood often. the question. You knew what no, to think of. Uh, we are done with our 100th episode. We appreciate you guys. Hey, before we go, and before I tell you to fuck off, I want to tell you and let these other guys at the table know that in the next few weeks, I have an enormous fucking announcement for you and them. Should be good. For now, fuck off for the 100th time. We love you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. <laughs>